Now back to Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right. Welcome back into the Fitness Fanatics. We had a pretty fun first hour, and we actually first gave hour? our first 30 minutes, and we actually gave some informative information in the first 30 minutes, which usually we don't. It's just idle chit-chat, right? As Jake and Sip would yep, say. Yep, the idle mm-hmm. chit-chat, yes. But um, So we had a lot of great information, so if you missed any part of that, you can uh, go to theticketfm.com and check out the podcast here. Probably It's usually up on Mondays, so... A um, lot of fun that first segment. We are joined in studio by Rudy Longoria. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Is this early for you? Yeah, I got this. Like, no. Did you did you have to get up early for this? No. Okay. Okay. Not good. good. Some people, yeah. you know, Sundays like, oh my gosh, nine o'clock. The, ti- the just... time change helped though. Oh, that's true. Yes. Yeah, yeah that is true. Yeah, the time change was. I was already up. There's okay. always that weird moment where you wake up and you're like, has my clock changed already? Uh-huh. What time is it? I have no idea. So yeah. I know. <laughs> I got a little scared. I was like, oh, I'm, I feel like I'm sleeping longer than I should be. I know. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So, All okay. right. Well, Rudy, um, the reason we decided to have him in is because him and his family own Longoria's here in Lincoln, yep. um, back mm-hmm. just down the street from yep. the ticket on 56th and O. Um, so we just wanted to come in and chat with him about that. They have just an awesome program for Taekwondo kids, which we'll get into at the top of the hour. Um, so we're really excited about that. We talk all adult stuff here, Mm -hmm. um, in our show. So we thought, well, gosh, all of our listeners have kids. Um, so we'll dive into the Taekwondo part of Longoria's here at the top of the hour, but we first wanted to get to know Rudy a little bit. So your dad, now your dad's name is what's your dad's name? Dan, Dan. Okay. So Dan has been running he's been in taekwondo ever since you've been right. alive right right okay so yeah. growing up kind of how did you like get involved in taekwondo was it something that you like were forced to do or are you just like you just done it your whole life so kind of give us a little background about you and taekwondo growing up as a kid and and, and all of that yeah i don't i wouldn't say that i was forced into it my sister and i so i have one sister her name's tony okay um she lives in california uh she's her and i kind of just were at the school all the time it Mm -hmm. was really a second home um and i would be out on the floor you know one two years old just kind of crawling anyways and so when i turned three my parents actually just started me in classes with our at the time it was called tiny tiger program which is our like three three and four year old kids would Mm -hmm. go into it and um, I was already kind of kicking and punching. My, my parents like to say I kicked and punched before I started walking. So <laughs> um, I was I was really there all the time, anyways. And so I started and kind of kept going. And I never got um, worn out of it. I guess you could say burnout. Or, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I had people that talked to me about, hey, well, your dad is your dad is a ninth degree black belt, and he's does he? You feel like he makes you do it? And I never did, which was nice. He mm-hmm. always let me do other sports as well too. So. Um, that's kind of how I really started Taekwondo and kind of just kept going from there and I loved it and mm-hmm. started, uh, teaching when I was like 15 years old and still going. So, so has it always been in Lincoln? Like you guys were born, raised in Lincoln. Yeah. Your parents always lived in Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah. We've, I've lived in, I've lived in Lincoln my whole life. Um, my dad was born in Corpus Christi, Texas. Okay. Uh, and then he moved, they moved to Lincoln. He's got five brothers and um, my grandpa was a golden glove boxer. So my dad kind of started in, in boxing and stuff. And, um, 
then he kind of transferred over and there was his instructor's name is Roger Terrell. And so my dad started with Roger Terrell um, when he was, I don't know, 20 or 30 or something like that. And then kind of started teaching and really just kept going from there. He saw some guy kick and that was kind of it for him. <laughs> I mean, you know, my dad's like, I want to learn how to, how to do that <laughs> instead of just punching. And that's kind of how it started for him. And that's and cool. Still going. So how, yeah. um, so what's your rank? I'm a fifth degree black belt. Okay. Very yep. cool. Yeah. Yep. So I got, we, so we, our organization is called GTMA, which is global traditional martial arts. And it's kind of a newer organization. Um, we were a part of an older organization and, stuff kind of happened as stuff happens mm -hmm. in yeah. organizations and yep. my dad and and our presiding grandmaster who's in charge of everything he was the grandmaster of the old organization and we all kind of switched over and he had a grandmaster lee had a whole bunch of forms already ready to go so my dad and about four others really started the organization and were the founders of it and so two years in we are like officially the fastest growing organization not just martial arts but organization in the world we have over 200 schools from i don't want to get it wrong but there's more than like 30 countries okay, okay. yeah mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. but we have we've got we've got a lot in my we were in the taekwondo times magazine which is like the biggest cool. taekwondo magazine and so they did they did a an article on us and so that's the organization that we're in so in that organization i'm I was already a fifth degree, but they kind of let me come over. And so now I'm a fifth degree master apprentice. And so I can test for my sixth degree in a year and then I'll be a master in Taekwondo. So cool. for the average listener out, cause I would, I would consider yeah. myself an, an average yeah. listener about Taekwondo. Now, <laughs> yeah. if you're like, we like to say the average Jeff right. <laughs> yeah. instead of the average Joe, cause I think it, you know, if you're not like when you say fifth degree black belt, right? For me, growing up, the only thing I knew about Taekwondo was the Karate Kid, right? Yep. And the right. All Valley, right? Under eighteen championships yep. and the Crane Kid. That's all I knew, yep. right? Yep. So, you, you know, like when it comes to black belt, I just remember on the Karate Kid, Mr. Miyagi reaching <laughs> for a black belt out of the judge's bag and giving it to Daniel, right? <laughs> like that's all I knew about right. taekwondo so right. like you know i knew of, of the different belts and brown and black yep. but like you know you, you think oh they're a black belt well then that's it but right. so what right. does fifth degree black belt mean right. and what all do you have to do to get from first to second to third to right. fourth to fifth yeah. right yeah so we have nine color belts and so for me it took a little bit longer because i started at three i got my black belt when i was eight years old but for the average Jeff that starts at white belt, it would probably take them about a year and a half to get a black belt. And so then we like to say the first degree black belt is really the beginning of your training. Mm -hmm. So as a first degree black belt, you're really good at the basics of Taekwondo. And then the real training kind of begins. So when you get your first degree black belt, you have kind of as a black belt, you're really not in charge of stuff, but they kind of look higher up to you to set the standard for other people more of a leader exactly mm -hmm. so they make you they meaning the like my dad and the other grandmasters that are in the organization the kind of founders council and the people that are in charge who make up whatever we, they want us to do so when i say they that's what that's what yeah. i mean yeah. so mm -hmm. they want us to kind of put in the work in order to earn that belt instead of just kind of here's your next belt so as a first degree black belt you have to wait two years until you can test for your second degree 
And then when you get your second degree black belt, you have to wait three, three for four, four for five, five for six, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. And in that time, you have to do a certain amount of training. You have to be going to our national events so that they wait, that way they can see, hey, this person is putting in the effort instead of just working at their school. You have to teach a certain amount of hours at your school. As a first degree black belt, you're probably not running a school by yourself, probably not until fourth or fifth degree black belt you're doing that. But as a first degree or second degree black belt, even as an adult or as a junior, we have instructor programs. And as a junior, if you still want to test, they got to make sure that you're kind of putting in the work too, whether it's at your school, they might not be able to go to every event just because mom or dad can't get them there if they're, you know, 14, 15 mm -hmm. years old. Um, but as long as they're putting in the work at the school, then the instructor can kind of let whoever else know up higher in the ranks that, hey, Rudy's putting in the work. I think he's ready to test for a second degree and then the instructor gets permission and then they're good to go. So the the training never stops it just gets higher and higher and higher and we actually had last weekend at our taekwondo school our national like a national camp uh for all any gtma schools any gtma licensees can come in and we did three days friday saturday sunday is about like 15 hours of training and it would be like one of those things that we would expect it was only black belts allowed could go to the camp and so we had our highest rank was a seventh degree black belt and our lowest rank was a recommended black belt who's she's testing for her black belt in december at our school actually so like we had everyone there so what they, does uh testing look like so we have there's a panel of judges at our school um myself my dad and then our other instructors we have a table and they have everybody's name kind of written down or on the on a paper and we make them do their form we make them do a weapons form they spar each other So for, like a form is like a, like a, a sequence exactly. right okay yeah, yeah. kind of mm -hmm. like a like wax on wax off yeah. type thing <laughs> you can't you know what is funny is in there is forms that we have people do that honestly and yeah so <laughs> it, yeah no but so each form is a certain amount of moves and, mm -hmm. and each belt has a different form and um if they can do that for us then it's you know yay, it's mm -hmm. good right um in our school it really is it's it's hard to kind of fail a testing we don't want them to go into testing and you know if we got if they get testing and they're nervous, we as the instructors didn't do our part. Yeah, so, like you wouldn't recommend someone to test if you didn't think they were ready exactly. for it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's just a chance for them to kind of show off to mom or dad or grandma and grandpa mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, but at testing, we still have their names down and we still score them. Whether or not how we think they did. If they did really, really good, we let them know. If we think you could do better, then we let them know kind of after testing. But we sit up front, they do all their stuff for us. Each belt rank goes at a time. White, orange, yellow, camo green belt, purple belt, blue belt, brown belt, red belt, and then black belt. Um, they all go, they do their form. They each do their weapons form, which is the same thing as an open hand form. They just have a stick in their hand um, or the nunchucks, you know, the old Bruce Lee. Oh yeah. Weapons. I mean, yep. I used to, my yep. brother used to have some of those. Yep. I, I could do a few. We have, yeah, we have those and the kids love to do it. In this. I could do a few moves right. like between the legs. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The between throw it, catch probably it behind your back. Now. Yep. If I tried to do something now, I'd probably You'd hit myself hurt. in the yeah, head. That, right. Have a knot on your head. We do, yeah. yeah. That wouldn't be good at all. That's always the best part though, is when we get some kids that are trying and they, they come in, they go, Mr. Rudy, I have this. Let me show you what I can do. And like, okay, do it. And then. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yes. And, like, and that's how you learn. And that's why we got to yeah. practice some more. Yep. That's exactly yeah. what I would do. Yeah. If yeah. I yeah. Had a pair of nunchucks yeah. in my hands right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or I tried to do my between the leg move that I right. could do when I was twelve. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I probably yep. wouldn't end well either. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. yeah. No. But then they do sparring, and then we get them in their belt. We call them up one at a time. Get them a belt, and then they're good to go. That's awesome. So, so right, cool. have you done like? 
I, I know I always I'm referencing the Karate Kid, but it's just because it's funny. <laughs> Competition. Yeah, it's just you right. know, but yeah. yeah, like you know, does Lincoln have the the under eighteen Lincoln tournament or like <laughs> how are those tournaments <laughs> yeah. growing up? Did you like participate in those and like I mean, like how how young does all that start? Um, like for you, like you know, did you travel all over to do yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Yep. So I kind of like to hear about that. Yeah. I try. We, I love doing tournaments. I think that's kind of what kept me into it. And not everybody likes doing tournaments and some schools kind of make their students do tournaments. Like if you want to get a black belt, you have to do at least one tournament. My dad and I have never really been that way. Really. My dad has never been that way. And I've kind of just learned from that. Mm-hmm. If someone doesn't want to do a tournament, I'm not going to force them to go out there and embarrass themselves right. and get hurt in the process. Um, but me, I like, we like to say, cause I am a completer, not a competer. Exactly, so I would yes. like to do it, but I don't know if that would be something yes. that I would want to actually compete. In. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And, and that's okay. You know, and some it's for some people and it's not for some people. And yeah. for me, I loved it. Mm-hmm. And the competition aspect of it, I'm a very competitive person. And so it was very good. It was good for me <laughs> to learn how to lose as well too. Yeah. Um, I hate losing, but it's going to happen. That's why you get better. So, yeah. No, so we I started tournaments like as I started Taekwondo. I think my first tournament I was a camel belt and I was 4 years old and I want to see 4-year-olds four four in a tournament. Oh that sounds gosh. like the cutest thing okay. ever. We tried to watch Ben wrestling practice mm-hmm. when he was like what? 6. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that was the first and it day. Was traumatic experience <laughs> for <laughs> me. Yeah, it, but that was the first day. Like maybe watching other four-year-olds. Yes. It's so I, much fun. I, yeah. I, I don't like – I when I go to tournaments now and we have judges and it's the – they're called the – it's the, the Moogie program, which a Moogie is just like a, a baby dragon. Mm-hmm. So it's that that program, and I I don't like judging the Moogie program. Well, yeah, that would be hard it's, to do. It's hard to be – I yeah. mean, and we do give them everyone – get everyone gets a medal in the Moogie program, and you kind of just – you make it up like – yeah. Best kicks, best hair, best right. tied. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most neatly tied uniform, you know? So, yeah. but it's, it's so much fun. So I started that and I did that at, you know, four or five years old and then have just been doing them since. Mm-hmm. Um, and the farthest I think I've traveled for a tournament, well, probably Florida. I think we travel, mm-hmm. we go to Florida. We used to go to Little Rock, Arkansas all the time. We were just in Georgia at the beginning of the month in October. Um, yeah, we were in Florida over the 4th of July for our world championships this past year. Um, go to Vegas, go to Texas, go to Missouri a lot. So really a lot in the Midwest, but mm-hmm. then the coast. I've never been to California for a tournament, but that's okay. So yeah, what's cool. like the, the biggest tournament that you won? Like you'd be like, this is like, you know, the coolest thing. Like this is, this is like, I could say, hey, I won this tournament. This was like kind of my moments so, you have one of those yeah okay so i won i won national champ i won nationals in las vegas um and i placed i placed third at worlds cool so that was probably the coolest one um and then i did i won so it's kind of confusing is the way we have tournaments is that it's it's like a point system and so i've i've won worlds but i've won like the beginning of the new system like the new mm. the new tournament year if that makes sense oh sure oh, yeah uh-huh. so and and then let's let's say we go from like July 10th of 2010 to like whatever the 2022 would be, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that Friday before would be like the end of the tournament season and then the next that oh, okay. following day would be the beginning of the season. So at that end of the season on that Friday of 2022 would be um 
whoever the top 10 people in your division are compete against each other and the winner of that is the gets world champion mm-hmm. and then saturday and the next day it starts day, over it's clean slate. you got clean slate you're back to zeros on the scoreboard and if you win a tournament you get 21 points because it's a it's seven points for first place and then it's a it's a triple a tournament so then you get triple points and then so on and so forth so are those so math- you were like competing against the same people but you did Kind of, yeah, 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 more or less. But right. some tournaments, there's there's some people. Some tournaments, there's other yeah. people. And now, how we do it is is I like it better because before I was only competing against eighteen to twenty nine year old fourth and fifth degree black belts. Which as an eight as an That's 18, a huge swing, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. As an eighteen year old, I think the first time I was in that ring, I think I fought someone who was like twenty nine years old who had like two kids, and I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> and he was thinking the same thing. He was right. like, I don't do this all day long like you do. Right. Yeah. So yeah. we kind of, when we got a new organization, we kind of split the ring. And so now it's 18 to 23 and 24 to 29 year olds. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's cool. Yeah. And yep. then instead of fourth and okay. fifth, it's all first degree black belts or first and above. Very cool. All right. Well, we're up against a break. We'll be right mm-hmm. back here on 93.7 The Ticket, Fitness Fanatics.